0: What's up, Colonel fans? Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It with the Colonels. My name's David Miller, and I am here with Colonel linebacker Javari Anderson. Javari, first off, man, you know, we just appreciate you taking your time and hanging out with us today. I appreciate you guys for having me. It's a blessing. Hey, hey, no worries, man. Colonel's on a, you know, two-game high on this four-game home stand. Defense has been big up in that, man. Just uh, talk about how the defense has been playing.
1: Um, I think we finally, you know, are in sync with one another. Um, So I think that we just playing off each other's energy. Uh, we all love each other at practice. We're all having fun. We're just enjoying the game right now. So I think it just shows
0: on the field. It's Your second year here. Tell me what you think of like the field and the lights and just the upgrades that have been made. Uh, I think it was. I think it's it's cool. Um, even at my
1: last school, we didn't have the lights like that. So I think that's like a big thing. You know, I think he stole it from Bama, but I like it a lot. The field is nice too. It's it's it's, it's way better than last year. So um, I think all the upgrades and what he's trying to do for e k u and the football team and and bringing this atmosphere here. I think he's doing a great job of it
0: It's last game against Tarleton and the one before that against austin p told about four or five, uh four or five tackles, three of them were solo had a tackle for a loss. Just talk about how your game has been progressing
1: um you know, I think I had a lot of stuff going on last year with uh light situation, so I think this year I'm trying to just bounce back you know got a lot of more responsibilities um and trying to you know maintain being a graduate student, you know, a big brother and, and an athlete at the same time. So I think my game is elevating. Um, it's just slowly progressing. Um, this is my last year, so hopefully you can see a lot more bigger things from me coming up.
0: Talk about being a brother. You were one of twelve, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean I can my mom was one of six, like one of twelve. Yeah. Like what was that like growing up, man? Um so I live I live with my mom mostly, but when I went to my dad's
1: house, um it was, it was a big, it's a big house, so it's a lot of people in there. Uh, my grandma, uh, my brothers, my dad, my aunties and uncles—we all lived in the same house. So it was, it was always fun because there's was a lot of people there. So I enjoyed that.
0: You always hear the stories about big families, like yeah. people just literally fighting for food at the dinner table. <laughs> Not that there wasn't enough food for everybody, yeah. but you know what I'm saying, right? Was it like that? Uh, luckily, my grandma always she always prepared a lot,
1: um, especially <clears throat> with the help around with my uncles and everybody being there. So it was always a lot of food. So it was just easy. It was easy. It wasn't a lot. And then I usually came first because I ate a lot. So I would just make sure I was there earlier.
0: There you go. I I mean, I cannot, like, I'm one of two. Like I said, my mom was one of six. That's just amazing. Like, I'm a big family guy, though. Like, I enjoy that. Like you said, you have, like, built-in everything, built-in support system and all that stuff. So you're from California, Oakland? Yes, sir. What's it like out there on the West Coast, man? And what you miss the most? beautiful <laughs> I about uh the
1: weather um i think we take it for granted because well, you know i'm from there i've never had a four seasons until i got to kentucky um it's mostly 75 and sunny it might get to 40 high but that's on occasions mostly around between 50 high and 70 <laughs> 75 you know cool little breeze off the coast so you know that's just the biggest thing for me and then uh the pace the, the the life pace is different. It's a lot faster in California, but I kind of like, you know, the slow pace here in Kentucky.
0: I was able to spend, like, a couple of days out there in Los Angeles, and I know what you mean about fast pace. I spent a couple of years out yeah. in the East Coast. Now, we don't get, you know, that 70-degree weather unless you get a little bit further south because so I was in uh, New Jersey. But I get the fast pace, man. it's It was a little change coming here. Yeah,
1: it definitely was a change. Um, at first, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I am not <laughs> – <laughs> I am a city kid what am I doing out here but uh it became peaceful you know it's a lot more time to to be in your thoughts and uh and to reflect I think than being in the city where it's fast paced and you're constantly on the go so I've learned you know take things as it is and enjoy the pace
0: use some keywords there there make a nice easy transition you said you're a graduate student believe it was psychology if I read it right
1: um so I tried to get into the psychology program here but it's like a here at EKU, they, they section it off, so I'm actually in the mental health counseling program.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, is that just maybe product of your upbringing? You know, you wanted to be able to help those?
1: Yeah, so um, for me, it's big. Um, I think growing up in Oakland, um, we didn't have a lot of people like what I'm trying to do. Um, I want to, you know, give back to the community. I think my biggest thing is I want to help kids like me who use sports as an outlet, you know, to escape reality whatever that may be, whether it's family, money, you know, being from a a poor environment, you know, you got to fend for yourself sometimes. So I want kids to be able to come to people like me, you know, for just to talk, you know, it's not a lot of resources out there for us to come talk to people. So we kind of harbor our emotions. Um, I think the biggest thing for us is, is having somebody to come talk to. Um, We don't have a lot of that. So people usually just resort to other things, positive or negative. Um, so I want to be out left for kids like me.
0: It's very noble, man. like I respect what you're doing, like that is it takes heart and courage to be able to go back in, yo man, I've been there, I know what you're trying to do, and I'm trying to steer them on the right way, you know, yeah. like you said, both positive and negative, obviously you're hoping to try to steer them like to the positive side. Most definitely. um Oakland, how upset were you when the Raiders left?. <laughs>
1: We just call them the lost Oakland Raiders now. <laughs> that's what we do. Uh, that's it. You know, we just uh, they they got a bigger, a bigger, a bigger, a way bigger stadium now, and way nicer. But um, I think the fans were, we still love them because you know it's the Raiders. But it was definitely was heartbreaking. You know, I can't take the bart train, ten minutes down down the way, yeah. and get to the stadium, or just walk there from my, you know, from my middle school or whatnot. Now I gotta take a flight, <laughs> so it was it, it was it was definitely a little depressing. But you know, we still love them.
0: Okay, so you're still a fan, like you haven't we're hopped definitely. off, like nah. you're still root for them. They just call
1: we just you know we just call them the Los Angeles Ra- Raiders now. So okay, it's love.
0: I like it. I like it. Now I grew up um, a forty nine er fan. Oh, now I know, man, my bad. But now my parents were in the service, and I grew up overseas, right. so like I don't have a state to claim. So All they right. were always on TV. And, like, I'm like you. Like, I just stayed true. We had some lean years and things like that. Is the Bay Area rivalry, like, was it really a big thing? Yeah. Um, I never got to experience, like, it on that <laughs> side. For me, it was always on yeah. TV.
1: Um, You know, I'm from the Bay. Um, I've only been to San Francisco, I would say, a total of eight times, and I'm 25 now. That's not a lot. And it's really, like, across the water. It's uh, – a twenty minute drive across the bridge, a BART train ride like 15 minutes. Without traffic. Without traffic. If traffic's a little longer. But so it's it's real. Um we don't, you know, we don't really <laughs> we don't really like it over there. You know, we we think Oakland got everything we need, you know. We just think that's just the bigger city that everybody, you know, likes to go to. But I think the culture, the food, the life, I think in Oakland. When people think about the bigger, they think of Oakland first. SF just got the name because it's it's the biggest, it's the bigger city.
0: In the bridge, man, like that's it, right? For you yeah. guys, like, all you guys have is the bridge. We yeah. got everything else. You just got the bridge. They got
1: they got the Golden Gate, man, but we got the life. You know, we got the people, the food, the culture, the dance. You know, everything comes from from Oakland. So
0: you just ran off that. a lot of lists, man. Like, what you miss
1: most about back home, bud? The vibe. Um, I try to explain to some of my teammates. I said um, it's different. I can't. I I can't even explain it. Sometimes but I think just. The way we do things out there is different, um, just the lifestyle. I think like dance, influence, culture, music, slang—it's just different, you know. And I, I think it's a very culturally influenced place. Come from, it's people from everywhere over there. I mean, every different race, ethnicity, culture, background—it's like in a melting pot for everybody. So I think I—I I was lucky enough to experience all that, you know. Um, Food—I can go literally in five blocks; <laughs> I can taste. Eritrean food, Ethiopian food, Asian, Mexican, Italian. It just, the list goes on. So it's, it's like, it's, I don't know, I can't explain it. It's, it's,
0: it's lovely though. I'm sold, man. Oakland's my next stop. (laughs) Hey, man, come through, man. Come through. (laughs) What are you guys hoping back to, back to football, back to on the field just for a little bit? What are you guys hoping to, uh, you know, improve upon as you're about to wrap up this uh, four game homestand?
1: Um, I think we just got to, um, I think we're trying to improve on, you know. I think right now our weakest – I wouldn't say weakest point, but I think we just have a lot of mental errors going on with special teams. Um, I think that's our biggest focus right now, you know. Um, Offense is, is – they're hitting on all cylinders right now. You know, they're getting their flow. They're getting to love each other more and more. I think defense kind of got a little early, but, you know, I think we're all kind of flowing together. I think the missing piece is special teams, and I think we're all buying into that this week. Um, It's been a, a big emphasis this week on, on teams, so – that's the first thing we doing practice, and the last thing we doing practice this team. So I think that that's our biggest, our biggest hurdle we got to get over.
0: If you weren't playing football, what sport would you be playing?
1: Man, you know I didn't even want to play football. I was forced into it. Um, I liked basketball a lot, but I just wasn't tall enough.
0: You know I, I wasn't blessed to be six five, sadly. But hey, there's some of us who got some of the height that still can't, you still can't ball, man. Yeah. <laughs> No, I man, that sounds like you just got like a – you're just well-rounded, man. What keeps you grounded?
1: Um, You know, I think it was my mom. I think she really kept me grounded. I think she, she let me see life for what it was. I think she didn't try to sugarcoat things or or shield me away from, you know, the reality of life. So I got to appreciate and understand, you know, life, what it, what it, what it really is. Um, I think that that influence on her, you know, her being a positive person, um, and allow me to you know chase my dreams or whatever that means um, I think she she you know she really kept me grounded I think I've I've lived my whole life trying to you know make sure I can give back to her because she made a lot of sacrifices for me so I think that was that's what keeps me grounded
0: that's what's up man it keeps me grounded now my kids but I mean my parents did what they could but I imagine being one of 12 like your mom had to have been a worker
1: yeah, I mean, my mom and dad wasn't together, so it was really just um, me and her for a while. Um, and then my sister came when I was like eight, so then she came to the picture. So, mom was definitely a worker. Um, it was hard because for her being a single parent, you know, um, raising me, um, her having to work all the time, and so I had to kind of like raise myself in a sense. I um, in the morning times I had to wake up, I had a TV alarm set up, so I had to, you know, make sure I got up. I had a lot of responsibilities at a young age, which I, you know, I understood why now. At the time I didn't, you know, I just thought that she was just being a hard ass on me, but <laughs> but I understood now that she was trying to just make the best out of out of nothing, and um, I appreciate her for that.
0: Well, I can, you know, I haven't had an, a lot of opportunity to hang out with you guys. There are a lot of football players on the team, and we're all kind of stretched, but like just this little time that I've had with you, man, like she'd be proud. Like, Thank she, you. I appreciate that. Like, I like what you bring, like you have good energy about you, and that's. I mean, that's important with anything in life. And, like, your outlook could absolutely be 180 degrees different. Yeah. But it's a choice that you made. So, like, I respect that.
1: I appreciate that. Um, I think – I mean, I definitely have my ups and downs. um, But I try to just find the positive things. You know, I definitely have my days where, you know, I'm being very pessimistic. um, You know, trying to figure out what's the next move, whether it's football, whether it's – Life, um, I do. I do have a lot of worries, but I try to just take it day by day. That kind of just keeps me going. But sometimes I definitely get overwhelmed.
0: When are you supposed to graduate?
1: Um, so I have. I mean, uh, it takes <laughs> for this degree. It takes like three years. Okay. So, um, it's like eight semesters. I'm only on you know, semester two, so I got a little while to go. Okay. So I think in a year and a half, I'll be done with this with this master's. Um, it's also long because I got to take a um. I have to go do, like, my clinical hours where I have to go, like, be a counselor. Okay. Um, At a field site, wherever they put me, or wherever I applied to, you know, to get before I can actually graduate and take the test. So I have to kind of, you know, get acquainted with actually being a counselor besides looking at the books.
0: So with this being your last year playing, and you still got a couple more years left, you still want to, like, help out? You want to get into coaching at all? Is that something that you thought about? Yeah. Just trying to keep yourself in the game? I think so, Um.
1: I mean the best of both worlds would be the best of both worlds. I would love to go, you know, go back to go back home, you know, do what I said earlier in the interview, um, help the, the the community out. And also, you know, hopefully I can I can be on a sports team, you know, doing this as you know, these kids that come from these these communities, you know, we we're on these teams, you know. So if I can, you know, also be on a football team or somewhere station like that where I can, you know, kids can come to me and talk to and come talk to me about their situations or their issues they have, that would be that would be lovely. So, you know, that's that's the plan, <laughs> you know. Uh, hopefully, you know, Pro Day, I, I get right, you know, I can, I can go pursue that dream still Um, if, it, if God wills it. You know, if not, I definitely will, you know, pursue this other dream I got.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. You got passed to both, man, and, like, both are open. So, yeah. I wish you nothing but the best on either one, regardless of what you do. Appreciate it. Just got lost for a second in all my thoughts just because I'm trying to take it all in, Javari. Like, you got a story, button. Yeah.
1: I definitely got a story, man. Um, hopefully, you know, one day it'll get brought to the light. But, you know, if not, you know, my job is to is to help people like me. You know, That's what I really want to do. You know, I, I also, you know, I want to get to the league and all that good stuff. But the other half of me really wants to help people like me because I understood what it was like being me, you know, coming from an area like where I came from, you know it was either left or right. It was no in-between. So, you know, I, luckily I chose left. My mom, you know, beat me up to go left. <laughs> she definitely beat me up to go left. You know, I had to leave Oakland a couple times just because, you know, it was getting bad in the city. So um, she definitely, like I said, did the best she could of, you know, removing me from situations where it could, you know, not put me where I am right now. So I appreciate her for sure.
0: Word up. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, You're talking about making the league. Now, I know you... Th- just when I said I was a 49er fan, you had that hatred. Yeah. But, like, you could get in, you play for them, right? Oh, most definitely, you know.
1: they going to have to understand that, you know. <laughs> They're going to have to understand. If, if I get in, I'm you know in.
0: Mean? I mean, I imagine it wouldn't matter. Do you? No. I mean, would you have a place that you would prefer to play? Oh, if, if I could, I man, Raiders call me, man. There you go. I'd I love to go home. That's a, yo, Vegas. Sorry. Los Oakland. Yeah, for me, it's Los Oakland. You know, Oakland. It's got a, we got a linebacker out here for you. <laughs> Speaking of which, man, linebackers, I've noticed names have been changing. You got Jacks, Wills, Sams, Mikes. I mean, I know I'm not that old school, but I remember like a Sam or a Mike that was like a, or a Will was like a weak, a weak side linebacker. Yeah. So explain to me like what a Jack and a Sam are these days.
1: Um, you know, I think our Jacks are now just stand-up D-ends who can, you know, also play in space. Okay. Um, our Sams are just nickels. You know, they're, they're hybrid linebackers, safeties who, you know, play lower in coverage, uh, more under coverage for us, you know, also can rush, pass rush. They're kind of like, a, you know, like, like a little star package person, you know, they kind of be on the field all times so they can help you out in the run game and help you out in the pass and they're kind of bigger bodies. So the game's changing a lot, you know, from what I've, I and mean, I'm not that old, but you know, even when I was a kid, uh, <laughs> the game has definitely changed, you know, they're not. 240 linebackers, you know, who's stuffing up holes anymore? The game is being spread out a lot more with the, all these new concepts and all these spread offenses. Um they're looking for people who can run. So I think, you know, if you can run nowadays, you know, if you, if you if you got a talent for it and you like this game, come and do it.
0: Cuz I'm I'm putting in rosters, you know, for the graphics, things like that, and I'm just going down for like now more the opposing team because I got our you know I got our roster in early and it, the two deeps don't really change all that much yeah. and just every other team and then there's like three different names for the same position so I get how the game's changing like you said man it's like freaking me out I like I know I can't have lost that much <laughs> <laughs> from the game um, who you model your game after
1: you know I've been trying to figure it out for a long time <laughs> <laughs> you know I've I've I almost played every position it feels like you know. Uh, high school, I was a corner, running back. Then I got a little bigger. Then I went to safety at junior College. Then yeah, I went to UCLA. They put me at inside linebacker, which I never touched in my life. But <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, let's try it out," you know. And then here, I've played Mike and Will. Then I've you know moved to Sam. Then they have certain packages where I go to Jack. So you know, I've I've played it all. Um, so I just I don't you know I when I figure it out, I'll let you know because I really I really don't know.
0: I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Man, and a note like that, I just once again, thank you for your time, Javari. We appreciate it. And fans, if you ever get a chance, man, get out here to Roy Kidd Stadium and see these lights that Javari said. Oh, yeah, come see the lights.
1: Especially this weekend. You know, the game's at six against Abilene Christian. We're going to have a couple of touchdowns, so the lights will be flashing.
0: You heard him. Lights will be flashing. He might get the next pick six. Colonel's got two in a row.
1: Most definitely get the next one.
0: Fans, check us out again. It's been this episode of Kicking It With the Colonels. I'd like to thank my man Matthew Phelps. His assistance to this podcast is absolutely invaluable in all we do. And we will see you again soon.